We'll get back to your music shortly, but first, did you know that prescription prices are different at different pharmacies? You could literally drive across the street and get a different price. That's crazy. But with GoodRx, you can instantly compare prices at every pharmacy in your neighborhood and save up to 80%. You're probably thinking there's a catch, right? Nope. It's 100% free and can save you money whether you have insurance or not. In fact, it can often beat your copay. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance. Welcome to Reasonable Wrestling, the realest wrestling podcast there is. We are uncut, we are unfiltered, we are underground, and most times... We are unedited. (laughs) (laughs) I am uh, Chris the Most High, and uh, I am always joined by my tag team partner, CT, a.k.a. Chitty Bang. What's up, guys? Yo, and uh, what a long-ass week of wrestling it was, How many hours was that? Uh, Nigga, are you tired? Oh, there it is. (laughs) (laughs) Nigga counter. Already getting getting that work. (laughs) Yo, are you tired of wrestling, dog? Uh, I'm a little... Burnt out. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, we're recording, uh, especially actually, after that yeah. raw show. But we'll get to that later. We're recording on Wednesday, eight o'clock. Unfortunately, we are missing the NXT show. Um, but, but you all know I mean, it's gonna be like you know. Yeah, that's a recap. Yeah, it's a recap, recap show. show. Um, so before we get off into our show, let's go ahead and uh, quick update for you guys that are listeners to us. Which, if you are, make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, make sure you find us on SoundCloud. We're on Google Play. We're on Stitcher. We're on uh, Spotify. Reason Wrestling Podcast. Our newest character spotlight is up to date. So hopefully, new you, day. You got that RSS feed, and you got the alert that the new day character spotlight is up right now. Um, so if you got some time, go ahead and check that out. Congratulations on you being five times, five times, five times, five times, five time, time, team champion. <laughs> Yo, shout yeah, out, check shout out the new day spotlight. Yo, we put a lot of hard work into that. There's a lot of good stuff in that. It really kicks up 30 minutes into it. I'm gonna tell you right now. So check it out. We're gonna put our stamp time stuff down. We haven't done it yet. We've been kind of slacking, but we're we're gonna get that to you guys. Uh, uh, the time stamps per se, but you can you can watch it and listen to it right now. Yep. So uh, find that the new character spotlight, new day. Um, this is episode fourteen. Um, that marks us with three months into this game right now. Three months and three months and a couple of weeks in this game, man. Yeah. So make sure you keep. A, uh, we're going to be so much better on this social media thing. So follow us on Instagram, Reasonable Wrestling Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, RW Podcast One. 
for up to date stuff, we'll be posting some things. We'll have some our own opinions. We'll be signing them off as CT or CM mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be. But we'll both be uh, on. So we're both very active. Oh, we're also on Facebook. That's CT's gimmick, not mine. <laughs> no gimmick infringement yeah. for me, guys. We're on, we're on Facebook. <laughs> Check it out. It's just been a little bit light lately, but we're gonna pick it up. That's, That's because we've been really working, man. Oh it God, it's a, been so busy. It took us a while to get where we're at. Right, I t- like, bro, we're on iTunes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Started from SoundCloud, now we're here. Started from SoundCloud, now we're here. <laughs> Dead ass. Uh-huh. Well, let's get into the show, man. Right, let's let's get, get we're going to recap the weekend first. We're going to recap NXT and SummerSlam. So let's start with NXT. Of course. Which was a knockdown drag out night. We loved it from start to finish. We barbecued that day. We uh-huh. got drunk. We got high. <laughs> yeah. We watched on our phones. We watched on the TV. Anywhere, any way we can consume that that special, mm-hmm. we watched it because we just knew how special Shout out to my homie, my bro, Matt Riddle, making his WWE television debut. Yeah, shout out so to Matt Riddle. That's the homie right I'm there. really looking forward to seeing what you guys are starting oh, at, at, at NXT. It's going to be so good. He's going to bring a new energy. Like Welcome to guy. Brolando, bro. <laughs> Don't steal that. I'm trademarking it tomorrow. Matter of fact, tonight, nigga. Put a marker on there. Brolando. Brolando. Yeah. That's merch right there, bro. For real. Um, but yeah, NXT was really good. Uh, started off, fired off with the tag team match. Um, Undisputed versus Tyler Bate and um, and uh, Trent Seven. Uh, Undisputed retained after a great... Like, those teams... Feel, I feel like they fought so many times that you like, how can that? It's almost like, you know, the Dolphin, mm-hmm. Seth, which we'll get into. You're like, how can they make this match, like, meaningful, yeah. make it different, you know what I mean? Have us invested into it, you know what I mean? But they really did. They kicked off the show, really fired it, things up. Completely. Because, uh, you know, they have so super chemistry. You know, Undisputed Era <laughs> and Mustache Mountain have been pulling off match after match, which... Which we just we, we loved every single moment of it. I think that they had to get the belts to undis- keep the belts on undisputed. But what pop I popped for was that shot of War Machine just rising up behind them and Great them taking them out. Shot. Great production shot. So I think that was probably my, one of my one of my best produced moments of the week. But uh, yeah, we moved on from that onto the I second believe, match was of Velveteen the EC three. Yeah, the second match was Velveteen EC three. Um, what a f- match! What a match that was, mm-hmm. man! Like, yo, when you're okay, let's talk Actually, about the tights. Yeah, okay. We don't got deep dive, but we can talk about, about the things. lie. Not a match. That match was kind of plotty. It was. It was. So, but the the entertainment value of the dream. I'm not. A, I'm not sold on EC3. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's Bobby Roode to me. EC3. Um, he he's he is like Bobby Roode, but he's younger. <laughs> so okay, that's for one, you know, and uh, he's gonna have a longer career than Bobby Roode. So Bobby Roode, you know, so at the end of the day, EC3 has a he has a he has to be a heel, and he wasn't a heel in this match. And he so for he can be a snobby um, heel. We just need to give him that avenue to be that. I mean, maybe he al- attacked Alistair because he was talking about how he thought it was Lars Sullivan after the show. And he, w- I don't know why they would have him talk about, you know, Alistair suddenly if he wasn't the guy who attacked him. But it was a plotty match. But that, um, I'd like to finish uh, the the rain, purple rainmaker. The purple rainmaker. Onto the rain apron. I did, I did want him to hit it another time, but yeah, as, as long as my man got a takeover victory, call him up, Vince. But call him up. Yeah, that's. I hear he's getting heat for that. Those tights, though. 
I mean, so be it. He's pushing. He's pushing the envelope. My thing is, is like, okay, Patrick Clark, aka Velveteen Dream. He sees the landscape of the business, right? It's either you be fed or you don't eat. Yeah, that that's that's yeah. the business you gotta take it. And like, you know what? Wh- and he has clout, so much clout right now that they're not gonna. My you know, thing, and not even so him. much clout too. Like he Vince can get away probably, with it. Vince probably, I don't, and I think he probably got. And I don't want to think that it's necessarily heat. Heat. I, I haven't read. I do probably think that it wasn't approved. Yeah, it's like the Naomi thing. Yeah, you know what okay, I mean. Yeah. Like she, you know, she when she glowed up the, the belt. she glowed up the belt. You know what I mean? Like it didn't get approved. We can't have you out there rustling speedos. Mm-hmm. Like Velveteen probably only brought one pair of shorts. <laughs> he can't it's fit. Like, Oops, nobody. sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I only got these bits. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably like, who's six four that can fit a black guy? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody. But yeah, I mean, I think they did what the, did what they could with the match. Um, Double team's a star, man. That's all we gotta say. Yeah, man. he's a star. Great match. Yeah. Um, the match of the night um, to me um, was Ricochet and Adam Cole. Baby, match. Uh, man, and uh, we got a new. Uh, uh, North American champion and Ricochet defeated Adam Cole. Yeah, you you predicted that. I uh, that was a yo that was a great match. Produced a great great couple spots. Uh-huh. The the moon the, the the springboard from Ricochet into the super kick by Adam Cole. Um, the Adam, freaking the, he hopped, the, over, the hopped rope, over the rope and did into, it, um, the hurricane uh, rana that was onto wild. the floor. Um, the, I mean the six thirty is phenomenal. Oh, yeah, I mean like the match just produced so many, so many great spots. And for somebody who like me, who um, I wasn't a big Adam Cole fan. I didn't get it when he came to NXT. I didn't get the big deal. I am totally done a you know one eighty on him. I mean that's why we did a character spotlight. I did a one eighty back then, but even more now, like this match was so damn good. And it's hard for me to say it was a match at night with the, with the main event because both of them were just so good. But the main event had something for, for me and storytelling that I really can't. I can't you know comp- you can't really compete with it for my for my taste. But in terms of work. And what they did in the ring, absolutely, match of the night. Um, with that, we're going to go ahead and um, breeze right through. You didn't necessarily get a grasp on this match yeah. too much. Um, Shayna, Kyrie, Baszler. Shayna Baszler and Kyrie Zane for the NXT Women's Championship. Um, with that, it was a really good match because they have good chemistry. They have really good chemistry. Um, Shayna knows exactly what her character is. Mm-hmm. She knows exactly what she has to do. She knows how to get her uh, mm-hmm. opponent's sympathy. I did see that spot where she stomped her leg, like, like kind of like how she does the arm, and that was ill. You know, Shayna knows how to punish somebody. She looks like she's not really wrestling. She looks like she's just punishing somebody. But uh, Kyrie got the win. Um, we have a new women's champion. Lastly. Um, some people may argue and say this was the match of the night. Last man standing, NXT championship, what we all needed, what we all wanted, the finish that no one expected, except maybe CT before I mm-hmm. brought him back over. Yeah, man. I Tomas. called this months, uh, I called it months ago, Tommaso has to win, and he did. And he won because Jardy Gargano has turned into Tommaso Ciampa with his bitterness and his anger. He is uh, so corrupted that he can't even pull off the win. He he at all stops. He 
um, sacrificed his, his win for injuring and, and hurting Tommaso. I thought it was a great story that's being told. The, the imagery, another great shot where Tommaso at the end holding up the belt and you see Johnny over there holding his knee. I hear he's really injured. I didn't know, but I heard that he, you, I think you told me, yeah, that he might yeah, be really I think, injured. I think that's the, I think that's how the finish came about. Um, just to make sure Johnny can get off TV clean. Mm-hmm. Um, that made sense. Uh, without having too many people get injured backstage by attacks, um, it was it was a great, fantastic Shakespearean. Um, you're watching it and you're like, dude, you have so many opportunities to win. Okay, you handcuff my man. He's still able to get his feet. Why didn't you handcuff his feet? Or it's a lot. Not, I mean, I'm going. I'm I'm nitpicking uh-huh. stuff like that. But like like when he says, "I'm sorry." And he's like, you know what I mean? He's like, all right, well, let me just get the belt. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Stay down, nigga. Yeah, but what's so priceless is that he's not going to forgive him after everything he's done, spinning on his wedding ring, throwing that shit into the crowd, you know, costing him the the, the NXT championship. That's you know, true. so it, it's, it's, it's a it's, lot. It's and a he lot. just, and he just couldn't. Just he couldn't just let it slide and let let it. No, sorry. After this, after all that, no, no fucking sorry. And he, he's he's blinded by his hatred that he missed out on the gold, the ultimate gold, becoming NFC champion. I think it's a great story and I think something that people's gonna remember forever for a very very long time because this storyline was built over how many years, man? About two years. It's been about eighteen months. Mm-hmm. So it was um, a great way to end the show. So great way to end the show. Fantastic cap off to a great card. Five matches, two and a half hours. I mean, it was not a lot of like I said the 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 Velveteen Dream match went fifteen minutes. That's fine. Uh, I I mean, could they have gone ten to twelve? Sure, you know what I mean. Um, but who's finna nitpick over that? Yeah. The show the show was a really good show. Um, fast forward or uh, yeah, fast forward to SummerSlam, SummerSlam which was the longest fucking yeah. Day. Let's just. Like rattle off these these, these matches because there's like eighteen hundred matches on this card, and I love the show. Don't get me wrong, like, but there was a lot of matches, and we're not going to go through every single match. Um, well, real quick for the pre-show, Andrade's and Zelina beat Lana and Rusev. Uh, Cedric retained against Drew Gulak for the Cruiserweight Championship match. Um, also, the B team uh, retained against the Revival. The first match of the main card was. Seth versus Dolph. Dolph came in as champion. Seth had Dean um, by his side. Mm-hmm. Dolph had Drew McIntyre. It's a really good match. Very long match as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but Seth retained. Um, I thought he would have been propelled up. But I thought so too. I thought that he was going to lose somehow. But I didn't think that Dean was going to turn. A lot of people predicted it. I, I, I predicted it. Dean. I wanted. I knew that was going to happen. So Seth is the new Intercontinental Champion. Is Let's see with what happened on Monday. Let's see where that goes for with his title reign. Um, let's see where that puts Dolph and Drew McIntyre. Do they split mm-hmm. up? Do they go into the tag division? Yeah. Um, we'll get more into the Shield later on. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, see, that, you spoiled it. Nobody, it. See, nobody said we'll the get Shield more into Monday. The, I said Monday. I said the, the, what happened transpired Monday. And it yeah. Just, okay. Well. Whatever. Anyways, we'll get the, more into Seth shit. and Dean later on. Get out of there. <laughs> you guys act like you don't hear. Oh, hear God. that? We all know what the fuck happened. Shit. It's all over Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> it's all over Twitter. Uh, next uh, match of the night was New Day versus the Bludgeon Brothers. 
Um, obviously, they didn't win at SummerSlam since they didn't win on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, another spoiler alert. Um, they, that ended in disqualification when Bludgeon Brothers hit them with the mallet. Uh, I thought, why would you give us 10 minutes if it was going to be a disqualification? Well, it's kind of like what they did with the Usos to start their feud. And I didn't know that they were going to have... I thought they were going to start a program with the Bludgeon Brothers. Uh, so, to me, I wasn't that Speaking of the Usos, uh, happy birthday to, to yeah. Jimmy and Jay. Happy you birthday to I mean? the Usos. You know, I've been down since day one. You know what I mean? I'm on Samoa. I'm on Samoa. I'm on Samoa. Let's say who. Y'all say who. Who. So. Yeah. Yeah. So. So next. <laughs> Believe me, that was so not planned. That was. It wasn't. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, that happened. Next was a very disappointing match for me. I got excited, but it was only a minute and 50 seconds. Bron squash KO. KO, I love you. I hope everything's okay. <laughs> and for all you butthurt KO fans, get over it, man. It's Braun Strowman, for God's sakes. He, oh, he doesn't need a briefcase. He doesn't need a briefcase. He doesn't need a briefcase. <laughs> he doesn't, though. Gosh. I mean, I'm not still standing behind that, but Bleep off. I don't think <laughs> I don't I don't think that was such a bad idea to have him squash KO also, because it's a freaking 11 or 13, 15. I don't know how many matches they had in this card. And they had to make some time up somewhere. They're not going to have a whole Braun KO match. Uh, and Braun's getting the briefcase anyways. You keeping it? Fuck it. Have him squash him. There's no point in having yo, a draw long Ke- draw match. Yo, okay, speaking of that match, we wasn't getting deep diving into the matches and stuff like that. But Kevin took a hellacious, unnecessary bump on the outside. Which that one? chokeslam. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yo. Hey, yo. Uh, Kevin, we praying for you. I mean, this is what I'm <laughs> I love you, and I hope everything is okay. Yeah. Yo, that was... Kevin, why do you put yourself through this every every pay-per-view? No, every... speaking of people who put stuff... We're, we're, Jeff, we'll get to you. <laughs> Bro, why? Okay, why, why, why Jeff? Why? <laughs> uh, it's next, <laughs> next match out of the Braun and KO was Charlotte. Be- Charlotte um, versus Becky Lynch versus Carmella, who came in as champion. Triple threat match for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlotte won. Yeah. We got a Becky turn, which I popped for legitimately because Charlotte didn't deserve to be in that match anyway. And it was Becky's night. It was Becky's spotlight. Mm-hmm. Becky was going to beat the brakes off of Carmella. Great storytelling. Great, Great storytelling. Story. I know Sasha and Bailey is looking back like, damn. <laughs> for real. We really? lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> They're making us lesbians. <laughs> And they get a SummerSlam match and a turn. Shouldn't that be Sasha? Shouldn't that be Sasha? Oh, my goodness. For God's uh, sake. Whatever. So, Charlotte's champion, <laughs> be- Becky's turn. And uh, well, let's see what this goes. Because Becky came out on... Oh, whatever. We'll go. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that. Yeah, they had the whole... Natty had the whole um, Carmella and Charlotte came out in Natty Not Nightheart gear. Like, respects for Jim Nightheart yes, passing. They, that was really that was, touching. That was, t- that was And Becky dope. came out in her regular shit. I was like, yo, she's turning. You know, I mean, I didn't want her to turn, per se. But yeah, every, yeah. I knew that. I had a feeling like she didn't come out in the purple and black. So, she probably going to turn. So, um, with that, next match was the WWE Championship match. Samoa Joe. Um, And this was the match of the night? Nah, no. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. Oh, my God. That was not the match of the night. Ask anybody (laughs) what was the match of the night. And they will say Samoa Joe AJ. No. The the spots they had, the the, the psychology, Samoa Joe kicking the shit out of AJ every chance he got. Yo, it was unbelievable. Then he had a call out and the build up to to the moment where AJ's bloody 
Smojo calls out his family and says, I'm going to be your daddy. So what else do you want from this match? Like, Guess what? Anything you can do, I can do better, said the next match on the card, which was Miz <laughs> and Daniel Bryan, who, oh had, my God. who also had psychology. Okay, you know who what? Who also had... This is what we're going to do. We're going to put a poll up, and we're going to shout out you guys. Yo, you guys, listen. We're going to put a poll up. You find it either, I think, on Facebook. Oh, put no, it on not Facebook, Facebook. No, no, Twitter. we're going to put it on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and everywhere. We'll put it everywhere. And you guys let us know what was match tonight. Was it Samoa Joe and AJ Styles, or was it Daniel Bryan and The Miz? Because I, I really love The Miz and Daniel Bryan. Don't get me wrong. I loved that match. It was not better than Samoa Joe and AJ Styles by any means. It was not. It, it, I know Samoa Bryan was punching, slapping Miz in the face like... <laughs> like he was, like he was like a redheaded stepchild. Yo, and shit. he but was beating the brakes off him. What was match of the night? So you guys let us know and um and check out the poll on uh, Twitter. I'm putting it up right now as we record. Um, so that was a really good. And then the the, the it gave us a finish. Yeah, now, I know AJ and Samoa are setting up for Hell in a Cell, which I'm not mad at. Mm-hmm. But I, what I'm also grateful for is that if we're gonna sit through six hours of wrestling. Let's get it. And I know it was not a lot of non-finishes, but we had two non-finishes, two squash matches. Like, what's the six hours for, bro? You don't have to run advertisement commercials because it's a pay-per-view. You don't have to go up against, like... They do. They do have to run advertisement. That's part of the business model. The business... It's to show shit that's going to happen. Bro, you're talking about... It's to sell the network for next month and show what's going to happen next month. You're talking about 30-second spots. Why is this show six hours and a commercial is only... They're only advertised by Cricket, Domino's, and themselves, (laughs) nigga. How many times we got to see them three? How many times we got to do $50 a month for a cell phone bill, $7.99 for two pizzas, and you can get free WWE? Obviously, WWE Network is not free for me, nigga, because I'm watching already. And if I got it free for SummerSlam, I have to pay next month. Uh-huh. Well, at the end of the day, it's showing you why you should continue your subscription. So, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to hate on that. I put um, Daniel Bryan. But, it's, it's, you know, I think for what they've had for SummerSlam, they, they fit pieces into where they can fit them in. And, yeah, we got a couple of squash matches. What was the next match on the card? The next match on the card was um, Finn Balor and Corbin, which was a squash, a squash match. match. And I thought it was brilliant, almost ingenious, making Finn come out as the demon because that's the only way we're going to give a fuck about this match. And him squashing Baron that way and Baron being intimidated well, listen, by the demon, this is, I thought it was really this cool. This is what I'm saying. Okay. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. We got... Two two-minute matches. We got two non-finishes. And our last two main event matches for championships were combined 10 minutes. Hey, listen. I think you guys are being way too critical. Because at the end of the day, we had... We have how many fifteen matches? Look at the time. Look at the run times. Okay, Seth and Dean went twenty two minutes. New Day went ten minutes. Braun and KO went two minutes. Charlotte and Becky and them went fifteen. Was the work good? Was the storytelling good? No, no, yes, it was. was. I'm saying six hours. Don't make the fucking show six hours at all. So it's already no. There's no reason why the show should be that long if we're gonna get shit like this. If we're gonna get. This is what I'm saying. Was the show a decent show? Yes, but decent shows aren't six hours is what I'm telling you. So, but here's the thing. They're obviously, I'm not going to debate whether it should be six hours or not. Because it's SummerSlam, WrestleMania, you know, they did the same from WrestleMania. That's how they do their big shows. All I'm saying is, 
for what they have booked themselves into going into SummerSlam, they did a knock-up job making Don't every match making every match actually no. mean something no, and building not. something. They built the Demon and Finn Balor match. They built Braun, which they should have in his match. De- Why did they and build, they built they Ronda build in her the, match. They didn't build the Demon up because the Demon only comes out for a special No, what I'm saying yes. is that him, him squashing Baron, I'm telling you right now, makes the Demon even more of a threat next time he pops out. It builds character on no, that. But Demon only comes out when he had the face adversity. Not, like, Corbin is not adversity. Listen, it's okay. It's all right. The Demon came out, and we got somebody who was afraid of the Demon for once. Because rather than somebody who's being all big and bad and tough like Bray Wyatt would have, we have somebody who's You can't who's say would have. We don't know. Listen, we can, the only, when's the only time we've seen the Bray Demon on, shouldn't a, have been. On, a, on, a, on a main roster? We've seen the Demon at SummerSlam? We've seen a demon at SummerSlam, and we've seen a demon at SummerSlam. Two out of those three SummerSlams, the matches did not matter worth a shit. All I'm saying is that this exposure of the demon and him squashing somebody as a demon who is like Baron Corbin, who wasn't prepared for it, I think it's good storytelling. I don't think it's bad. I think that it shows people that, oh, Finn, because it's been so long, it's like we forgot about him. It's like, oh, yeah, Finn has his other side. Nobody wants to bring it. No one not about the Not the main, demon. not the main, you know, hardcore fans did, but we didn't expect him to bring that out for SummerSlam. And that's the reason why I cared about the match. I was like, oh, shit. Even Millie was like, wait a minute, is that the demon? Because she saw him on NXT once, and she's like, and I was like, nah, it's not the demon. And then it was, and I was like, okay, let me watch this, because... That match, I was gonna go take a piss, probably. You know, and you I still could have. It was a minute, and I and I think that. <laughs> listen, I'm not saying that it was. It should have been. It should have been a minute. Like they. That's why I care. It about shouldn't it. have been a match. It should. That's a, that is the. That, that is the game. It should so have been a match. Every here's, match the here's, here's the thing. It, it shouldn't have been a match. You're completely 100 percent right in that. But it was a match. And so they booked themselves into that point. They did something well with what they were booked at, for SummerSlam. That's all I'm saying. Because I didn't give a fuck about the match. They added some element that I give a fuck about. That's all I'm saying. So, moving on, we got Shinsuke and Jeff. And that's where Jeff is, you know, just trying to kill himself, doing swanton bombs onto aprons and shit. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what um, Jeff is... Uh, Jeff, Jeff is old, and, and he needs to chill, man. He needs to chill. Uh, and then he did another one on Randy Orton SmackDown. But it's it's... I liked it. I mean, at least he at least he added something to the match where it wasn't like um, as plotty as his previous matches. You know, I think this match had a, a faster pace and they actually worked decently together. He showed some character, so I wasn't I, was, I wasn't hating this match. It wasn't my favorite match of the card, but I wasn't hate, I'm not gonna hate on it. Uh, one thing that didn't make sense was Randy Orton coming out after the match and then walking away. You don't get that. Don't know. It's going just on. to show Randy Orton at SummerSlam for what he had his dick in his hand or something. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Jeff, look at my dick. All right. <laughs> Peace. I'm out. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, yeah, I, 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 I didn't particularly care for Randy Orton coming out. Our next match of the night, Ronda Rousey versus uh, Alexa Bliss. It, it is what it should have been. Randy, Ronda Rousey squashing somebody. Yeah, it should have been like a couple minutes shorter. Maybe. My thing is take my, my pieces like... But we're, you can't completely squash Alexa no, after everything. Yes, you everything. can. Listen, 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 she, listen, she ran okay. away from her. You know, it was it was all right. Listen, this is what I'm this is what I'm this is what I'm saying. Lot, it this, still was a squash. This is I, this is what I'm saying. When we're talking about reasonable wrestling. Okay, this is why I'm reasonable because Ronda Rousey is legitimately probably the baddest woman on the planet, if not cyborg. There is no way, and we know it's scripted and. But once Ronda gets a hold of Alexa, 
it should be no taunting. It should be like it's you know, it's theater though. You got to my thing. It, I, I get it, but when you're doing that for four minutes, it doesn't. It draws it out a little bit. Yeah. Yes, it, it makes it, at, at some point it does become a little bit gimmicky, a little bit cringy. Where it's like, come on, like, you, you, it's like it's like a python squeezing its, its prey, and then finally, finally eats it. But like, I mean, also it's kind of like. Cool, you know, it's like, oh, she's toying, toying around with her, and Alexa deserves it after everything she's been doing. She short. does, she does, but take two minutes off and at least give me two more minutes. And then also, the, the okay, I'm sorry, women, you get your own pay per view in a little bit. Take two minutes off of the Ronda Alexa Bliss match. I'm complaining about three two minute matches, but you can give me at least 10 minutes of Roman and Brock. If you're gonna fucking give this to me for four years, you're gonna give me a six minute match. And no cashing. Yeah, I was really disappointed with the with the Roman Brock uh, uh, main event. One and then finale the, of the show. Off the bat, Roman gets three Superman punches. It was like three blue spears balls and fucking doesn't put him out. And then all of a sudden, he ends him with one more one round. spear. Like just makes no fucking sense. For one, for two, they they had Brock, Brock bitch out Braun, throw his briefcase, and we still didn't get a cash in. I thought that at least we're gonna get Braun to get his cash in after all that because he's such an unstoppable force, an unstoppable monster. Um, I would like to see the cash in. Now I'm not gonna shit on it. You if you're booking it so Roman wins, cool. But I didn't like the way you guys booked it. It, it was just it, and then then Roman's antics after the match is like he was like one in the fucking you know at the fucking Olympics. I I, I just. Uh, was very um, disappointed. It was uh, anticlimactic, put it that way. Definitely anticlimactic. <clears throat> All right. And that's our recap. Um, yeah. Uh, um, overall, what would you give the weekend? Overall, I'd give the weekend, jump up, rating wise, great. I'll give it a B. A B minus, maybe. Okay. I'm with you with the B minus. Um,. I, f- I sound real hypocritical if I give it a C plus, but I mean it's my grade. I'm, I'm combining NXT to it. Yeah, it's B minus because there's only one low poly in NXT, and I think that wasn't even that bad because Double Team just so Double Team. So he's so awesome. So I'm gonna I'm gonna care All right, no matter so what. You got, you got a C minus and a B plus, so you average out as you know a, C. a B minus. Oh, which is also because uh, a B minus and yeah. a C plus for me. Okay. All right. All right. So on to our regular schedule programming of the show. Um, now that we're what a half hour in, exactly a half hour into the show. All right, let's go. Um, let's go. So okay, let's um, get it. Let's go with our high spots of the week. Uh, you want to take it? Take it away. Sure. Um, my high spot of the week was already spilled during the <laughs> <laughs> the recap of the show, but eleven ten. Or 11 o'clock, 11.01, wherever the goddamn clock said. I know I cut everybody off. I put my phone down. I lit my weed. <laughs> I sat down after Finn and Roman had another great match. They have great chemistry as well. Great main event by main. By, by a great main event on Raw. That's not my high spot. My high spot was the thought that Roman was Going to get cashed in on by Braun. Braun comes out. Music. Already said, I don't come from behind. Pause. I'm coming straight to your face. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> I don't come from behind. I come straight to your face. 
Roman. <laughs> All of that is paused up. <laughs> but oh, so boy. as Roman is about to like be in defense mode, you hear Sierra, Hotel, Echo, India, India Lima, Delta. I'm like, these motherfuckers are pulling up as the Mm -hmm. shield, dog. Oh, it was definitely a great. It was for for the way that the end of the previous night is completely reversed. Oh, uh, it it was like you got your release. It was it was anticlimactic because it was a terrible show. Um, and that, it was until that point, three hours of bullshit, you know, almost, you know, so. Yo, listen, bro, feel me. Listen, can we not get the same matches that we got? Don't even go into it. Cause I got, I got, right. I got some work for raw later on in this show. I got some shit to say, get off my chest. So yeah, <laughs> but yeah, um, Braun not cashing in. I thought that Braun getting the briefcase by now, he would have cashed in cause he's so big and domineering, but they're stretching it out and they're prolonging it, and that's how you get your money's worth. I get what they're doing with Braun. They get, you get your money's worth with this. They gotta get being, their money's worth because they lost yeah. so much money by not doing it a year ago. <laughs> they know. Listen, WWE has a tendency. He should have beat like, Rock to fuck up. Yeah, like they have a tendency to fucking think about it. If if if, if Braun beat Brock last September, it would have been like, so who's this new guy? Like you know, people who were like you know. On the fringe of watching wrestling, they just kind of like peeking, like, "Oh, and somebody be Brock." Oh, Roman, who is this? And Roman could have be could have knocked him down, uh-huh. notch Roman's belt as he did, uh-huh. and like, turn Roman heel for God's sake. Yo, you know, but but Roman and Strowman has done battle too many times to where Roman has won over. That I don't want to see that either. I don't want to see. I, I, I don't want to see. It's that. it's it's funny dynamic right now because we got a, a, a face Braun Strowman, and we have now the Shield. Guarding Roman's title for him, kind of right now, and helping out their brother. Does that de facto make them heels? Like I don't know, but it's or like tweeners at least, because it's a funny dynamic. Because I, I now that element makes me interested in the feud of Braun and Roman again. You know, what not that, that I wouldn't was, like to see break, them in hell. So, it's anyways, a, it's a break case. Have you noticed every time Roman's on the verge of getting a title run or like fringe of oh. babyface? He needs a rub. Yeah. It's he like, needs a baby face it's, rub. It's his insurance policy. It's like breaking in case it needed. You know, like if you said. If I need someone to, if I yeah. need my guy get to that, get Get those vests out. <laughs> get those vests out. Because, the, I mean, there's like, Dean is undeniably a baby face, you know, just off. People respect his work ethic and his work We haven't seen him as a heel, though. So I'm curious how he's going to be. as he, he could be even a better heel than he's a face. Yo, I'm curious. I, and I thought Dean was going to be the one who turned uh-huh. because he, oh, he is going to be in a fantastic day. heel. Uh-huh. I, can think, I think he could be almost as good as Tommaso because I've seen some of this stuff in CZ, CZ, CZW, CZW. And he's just. Oh, shout out he, to CZW. He's just, MJ, he's just MJF is a champion there. He's also MW, uh, MLW middleweight champion. So shout out to CZW. Yeah, shout out to CZW. Um, that's where Luke Harper came up, yep. you know, Dean, Dean. And they Speak- did a lot of crazy Speaking of speaking of uh, uh, Johnny Moxie and and Brody over there, yeah, um, the rumor mill, and I kind of wanted to see it. Like I said it last night, like yo, give me back the yo. I don't know who's listening. A lot of y'all probably are listening. Don't steal my fucking idea, okay? (laughs) I'm just I'm I'm letting you. Once you put it out there, it's gone. I'm letting you (laughs) in on a little secret that I have been keeping there, which a lot of people probably have been saying the same, but no one is me, so I don't give a fuck about their opinion. (laughs) 
I need to have a rekindling of the Wyatt family just so my field spot can see Bray and Braun. I need and it too. That's it. I, I mean, I you know me. There. You are that, Bray yeah. Marks to the fullest. I can. Com- I completely agree with you. I just think that the Wyatt family as a whole never reached their peak, even as good as they were. Never. They never reached their peak. Never. You know. Never. Because I think I want them to be like have their era, like the Ministry Dark Ministry of Darkness had their era. They could have had. I it. want the Wyatt to get their era, and Braun is now single star. You know, he's a single wrestler right now. Luke Harper is now a single wrestler on SmackDown because Rowan's injured. And Matt Hardy's injured, and Bray Wyatt's a single star. Yeah, so I think, I don't know. You know, you said earlier that people are saying maybe they should trade uh, Finn Balor for, like, Baron Corbin should trade Finn Balor for, for Luke Harper. And fuck it, why not? That would be an epic way to bring the Wyatt family back together with Braun, Luke Harper, and Bray. Have them go against the Shield in a Hell in a Cell match. That would be crazy. Or have them in the Australia match against the Shield, which we'll talk about later. But imagine, because we've seen the Wyatts get down with the, with the Shield before. It was fucking phenomenal. So imagine now with their experience and now with Braun instead of Roman in a Hell in a Cell match, it would be fucking mayhem. It would be fucking mayhem, dog. I'm telling you. Um... So with that, that was my high spot. Yeah, um, we we Let's wrap went, that up. We went really, really deep. Well, I mean, because it it really was the it legit, was a big moment. It was, it was the high spot of the of the it week. It was the high spot of you the know? week. Yeah, and, like, and my my high spot is not on that level, but I loved it. And uh, so shout out to the new day. Shout out to our character spotlight for the new day because my high spot for the week is the new day getting that five time, five time, five time. Five time, five time WWE Tag Team Championships on SmackDown. I'm doing I'm Spinner Rooney right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yo, I got something to tell you about Spinner Rooney later on, though. Okay. But I'll tell you. Off top, yeah. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> Tune into the Roommates podcast. You may hear it over there. Three niggas um, in the million. So, yeah, so um, the New Day puts, I mean, they got their ass Beat by the Bludgeon Brothers on SmackDown. There were some really ill spots in there. Kofi I like took Kofi the, uh, took the double choke down to the ladder. Yeah, I don't know what you call that. On the kicked out, like, I was uh, baffled. I was like, he shouldn't get up for that. I mean, like, I love Kofi it's Kingston, but that African lion, dog. <laughs> it's that African spirit. <laughs> His ancestors came through, and they were the like, of the Black Panther, <laughs> <laughs> the strength yeah. of the Black Panther was with Kofi Kingston. <laughs> Yo, so so he kicked out. Don't <laughs> yes. know you white motherfuckers yo. make that joke. You understand? Kobe Kingston had the the the, the magical herb, and he kicked out. That's what happened. He's a black man now. So like, there's some ill spot. Yeah, we're mad stupid. Stupid. <laughs> 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 the the <laughs> black panther. <laughs> Why did he have to say, say it like that? that? Man, Forrest Whitaker, you. Oh god, let's not get into it. But anyways, the new day. Our new tag team champions. It was a great match. Go back and watch it. They did some really cool spots. Rowan's injured, so we'll see what happens. I don't think the, the program's going to go much longer. Nope. But it was a great match and a great main event for SmackDown this week. So look it out. Check it out. It was on YouTube. Yeah. So watch it. Um, our next, uh, we get into um, best produced, usually, when we come off the high spot, or best written, so what's on the run sheet? Best best written, best written. Best written? Okay, go ahead. What's your best um, written? Best written was Becky Lynch of the week. You okay. know, her, her heel turn has logic, has reason, it makes sense, she's fed up, she's sick and tired of seeing Charlotte come in and get another title reign, it's her seventh one, she tied Trish Trash, right? 
Uh, ooh, man, yeah, that's the trivia. I don't know. I think she tied her strategy seven. Yeah, yeah. Well, she, I know she has seven. Yeah, so she changed, her, she changed her Twitter bio. It's seven. Okay, <laughs> see, it's seven, man. So, and if I was Becky and I had one tie right on SmackDown, and and Charlotte wasn't there, and I ran the show on SmackDown, and then Charlotte comes over to SmackDown, and she's getting all these opportunities. She's been two times SmackDown Women's Champion already, and Becky hasn't had a chance since. Russell Oscar at WrestleMania. WrestleMania yeah, you broke know? the streak at WrestleMania. And then just comes back from a, her boob job in, surgery. Not even a whole injury, dog. It <laughs> Yo, wasn't a legit injury. It wasn't injury. even a legit injury. It's your titty pop, nigga. <laughs> your titty pop, then you going to be champion? Oh, I got to beat your ass. <laughs> Dead ass. Pretty much, basically. Which is funny, because I listened to an interview today. Um, and it was somebody interviewing her after... Um, some of them were after SmackDown. She was like, "Why am I not getting opportunities?" Or great heel heel interview. She's like, "Why am I not getting it? Is it because I'm not blonde enough? I told is it because I'm not? Is because I'm not enhanced enough?" And that's what Becky was saying. And Becky wasn't a good heel next. Sorry, but she is now. She has, she's grown, and she has a way of, you know, she has reason behind her promos, and she knows what she knows who she is. And she's like, "I'm sick of it," you know. Like I'm sick of it, you know. She was my. And she said, "What she said is like, um, once that third, um." Hand hit, when third time the hand hit the mat, she woke up out of out of, out of a trance, mm. and she started to see Charlotte for what it was and how she's completely put all this hard work in and not getting opportunities, and Charlotte's always getting it um, one over her. So I think that they're right in Becky as a heel in a great way. Only problem I see is the fans are not really fucking with the heel turn. I mean, they're fucking with the heel turn, they, but they're fucking with it as in like they're not buying her as a heel. They're not. They're still cheering her. So I wonder if Becky can do anything down the line to. Turn the fans um, against uh, and and have because you know Charlotte is I think a natural heel Charlotte and I think natural, Becky's yeah. a natural face so we're getting a different dynamic now I want to see if they can pull this off because people naturally want to hate Charlotte I feel like and people naturally want to cheer on Becky so I, mean, I don't know the reality of the situation is is that people respect and know that Becky's a G mm-hmm. like Becky's gone through it Becky's them them you know what she I mean? had no like, no fat father no, no, no famous no father, father famous, yeah you know what so I mean? like no you know uh, you know and and let's let's not take anything away from from Ashley, aka Charlotte. Like you know, she's worked her ass off to kind of be. Yeah, I don't mean to take anything from but Charlotte. But as far as what we're saying is like opportunities do come to those who have you know no disrespect. You know, Cody's able to throw a show right now for all in because his dad was dusty and uh-huh. his dad was able to book you know shows like that you know no nobody has it's, these hey, listen, man, it's America there's nepotism I mean we just gotta get oh, over it's, it's, it's you it. know if I have a kid one day and I, and I wanna hand down reasonable wrestling to my kid I'm gonna fucking do nah, it nah dog <laughs> put in your own work little 2k <laughs> me and your dad struggle nigga <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, that's so funny. Uh, but, yeah, anyways, that was my best written. Uh, <laughs> Becky Lynch, yo, keep doing your thing. Keep doing your thing on SmackDown. You're, you're yeah, doing SmackDown a, is really good. a great show. Yeah, Smackdown it's really good. They're, they're running on all cylinders. I think there's no, like, wasted effort. Nope. I think every segment has been good. Uh, so what's your best written? Oh, man. Nigga, what's best written? Uh, I'll take that one off. <laughs> I mean, nigga count is at five We're at five Three ain't enough uh, He needs five niggas <laughs> <laughs> um, um, Come on off top Hop you dome Who's the best written Listen Nothing? I'm not gonna keep saying I'm not gonna keep saying Miz and Daniel Bryan Because at some point in time It's gonna get redundant Yeah But at this point in time I think for 
Um, and yes, we are going to talk about the Australia pay-per-view. Um, but for spoiler alert, it looks like that that match is going to be for in October. And the winner is going to be the number one contender for the WWE title. So, um, it all depends on who holds the chip. Is that show after Hell in a Cell or before yeah, Hell in a Cell? I believe. Let's look that up. Uh, that show's October 6th. Okay, yes, after Hell in a Cell, for sure. Okay. For sure. Hell in a Cell's in three weeks. Okay, <clears throat> yeah. So, so, we've got a couple shows in, in October. we got the WWE Evolution Women's. they got that Australia show. Is there another pay-per-view in Australia? No, I think that. That's it? Oh, so they're moving up Hell in a Cell and putting those two in October. Okay, got it. All right, so, um, yeah, Daniel Bryan and The Miz are... You can always use them as veteran because it wasn't really written, but it was. It's, they're continuing to add layers to it, and, and I think that's what I think that's what keeps making it because they're stumbled upon something and they're like, okay, we're not gonna mess this up. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, and, and they have a they really have a habit of messing things up. I mean, they have a enormous. Track like when it's like an open stuff. goal, they just completely shoot it into the crowd. Yeah, like me they, and FIFA. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I caught myself. <laughs> <laughs> Dog. Yeah. Oh man, but yeah, man. Shout out to Miz and Dan Bryant. Like I said, I, I like the storytelling. Um, but honestly, WWE. Let's 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 try to uh, pick it up creatively. With like Becky and Charlotte's a really good story. Um, can we get a secondary feud on SmackDown? Possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, what's going on with Naomi? Oh, she just lost. So yeah. I, I, you know, I can't say that. So um, Naomi and Iconics. That's that. What's going on with fucking Oscar? You have her doing pull apart bras. Come I mean, on. At, at some point in time, like you, like like I'm saying, like maybe. I mean, I would love to see Oscar and Naomi. Oscar kind of want, needs to be healed too. Oscar, Oscar. We'll get back to your music shortly, but first, did you know that prescription prices are different at different pharmacies? You could literally drive across the street and get a different price. That's crazy. But with GoodRx, you can instantly compare prices at every pharmacy in your neighborhood and save up to 80%. You're probably thinking there's a catch, right? Nope. It's 100% free and can save you money whether you have insurance or not. In fact, it can often beat your copay. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance. Heel Oscar NXT was prime Oscar on NWWE. Hmm. That's interesting because she wasn't even necessarily hit, but that Oscar gonna kill you and her yeah. breathing into that. I think Oscar could really do because her work, her, her work is heel work. Yeah. You know, her hip, she's so stiff, so super yeah. stiff. So yeah, yeah. So like, have her turn on Naomi, and that's her secondary few right there. Yeah, I think because I call Naomi and Oscar tag team a glow, glow kicks because you know glow kicks. But I think <laughs> I think that's a great name for their team. Oh, Anyways, yeah. but uh, that would be a cool feud, and then uh, you know. Spend off into something where uh, Oscar can turn on him. Yeah, let's do that. You know, you already have Sasha and Billy on Raw. I don't know where the fuck that's going, but put a tag team on SmackDown with Glow Kicks and have them do some some shit down the line and have a turn. That'll be cool. that'll be cool. All right. So, uh, worst written, worst written of the week is Raw. It's Raw as a whole. Like it's Raw full 2.0 right now because I just don't understand. How you give us the same matches every single week, back to back to back. When you have people like Gable on the roster. You have Jason Jordan. Where the fuck is he? You have so many other people on the roster. I'm glad they brought out Curtis Hawkins at from whatever hole he was in. 
because I, I just want to see something different. I didn't even care because I'm not. I don't care about Carl Hawkins, but I just want to see some other wrestlers face off against other wrestlers that didn't face each other last week. For God's sake, I'm really sick of it. Why are you giving us the same matches? We had what? We had AOP and Tyler O'Neill again. Mm-hmm. We had Becky Lynch and her, I mean, not Becky Lynch, sorry, Sasha and Bailey, the hug connection, whatever, with against Amber the Riot Moon, with Ember Moon against the Riot Squad in, in a different form. It's just fucking monotonous. Please, for God's sake, use Dana Brooke in the women's division. I don't give a fuck who you put in at this point. You know, I know there's other people on the roster, and I know there's people who are injured too. Um, yo, I just, I'm just sick of it, guys. I'm sick of it. And I didn't get to see Bray this week at all. I was hoping that he would come out and turn. Maybe next week we can get him to, you know, get re, um, get his new um, angle going. But it was just a really lackluster show until Roman and Finn. And I don't get why they booked their show this way. It's, it's I mean, I was telling him before the show started, I get it. Like, for the main audience members, they're not seeing it like we do. We're not, they're not seeing it as the same matches each week. They don't even know that they're getting the same matches each week. But me, who was a hardcore fan, I, I, I see it as, all right, you could still, it just seems like lazy to me. You could still book things in a way where it seems like you're getting different matches and you're still advancing feuds without having filler weeks. I mean, I understand that there are going to be filler weeks on Raw. There's going to happen when you're having an episode each and every week. It's a hard task to do and write shit in. But my problem is, is that we had about, what now, like two months straight of Raw with not having a good moment? Like two, three months where there's not one thing I can say, wow, remember on Raw this happened? And and like really nothing stands out other than some bronze shit that he's done with KO that were like kind of funny. I, 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 even that was kind of lackluster for the moment. I'm sick of it, you know, so I, I just want them, especially with the title coming back to Raw, and Roman has it, I thought the, I thought they are going to start to pick it up a notch and, you know, do different feuds. Then we have Ronda and this Stephanie thing again, which made no fucking sense, which was my worst produce of the week. Uh, I, I just don't like the direction of the show, and SmackDown is blowing Raw away. And I don't mean to be that guy who's like, yeah, SmackDown's better than Raw, and no, 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 because it, it is right now, but I'm not... Saying it as in like, yeah, SmackDown's an A show. I'm not here. It's not a comment. I want both shows to be really good. And they have the talent to do it. I know they do. They just don't. Where the fuck is Gable? Like, where the fuck is he? Is he? Where's Jason Jordan? Where's Jason Jordan? You know, there's so many other people on the roster. AOP, I know Nia's injured now, so unfortunately she can't be around. Uh, yo, give me Ascension, for guys. I don't even care. Give me some other shit. You know, put Tyler Breeze against Apollo Crews and then have ALP come down and squash him. That's a different way to fucking build a feud. I just don't care. Just something different, please. That's all I got to say. Uh, I have zero comments on anything that you said, man. Okay. Um, what I am upset about is that as you were talking, I was scrolling on Twitter and found out that we're going to have to break into Full Sail tomorrow. Oh, fuck. Because Ricochet and Pete Dunne versus Undisputed is going to be taped. We'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, that, that sounds so good to me, man. All right, so what's your worst um, written? Well, you already said your worst written, right? No. No, you haven't. No, no, no I haven't. And I, I mean, what are we at? Worst written? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can 
I mean, you just take back of what I said. I, I was gonna say, yeah. like, I, I mean, Raw, Raw was bad. Raw, Raw was bad. Um, I was in and out, texting a few people, you know, lighting up the hookah, uh-huh. you know. Um, until that Roman, uh, until, until that shield, until, yeah. until, until the sheet, until the, like the last what three to, minutes? To <laughs> like, I think I, I tuned out of, like once. The first segment was Finn and. Roman and Roman comes out. I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna give Finn a shot." I'm like, "Oh, this Raw is about to be fucking fantastic." Uh-huh. That first hour of the show was trash. After that segment, they gave us a, a, a Bobby Lashley versus Baron Corbin, and then they gave us a, a, a AOP versus Titus Worldwide, and then we got. Um, the, the the two singles matches that ended up being a de facto tag match of uh, uh, B-team of BT for the rival. Um, it was really it, bad. It was, it was just and I and I get it. Like I get it. You have to feel te- Listen, I completely understand. I'm, I work with MLW and I know that they just got the contract with being sports and they have 52 weeks of content that they have to and and Raw does it live. You know what I mean? Like, MLW has to, like, they, they have the opportunity to tape it and, and then post it and send it and submit it. And then they have two to three to four weeks of TV that mm-hmm. they have put out, you know? It's difficult. You know, that is 52 weeks, 25 years of you having to constantly wreck your brain to put out a production. A theater show. I get it. But Broadway does it flawlessly. Yeah. And it, it's 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 not. I mean, Broadway does it because Broadway it's the same does it, show and, over, a, and that's what, over and over again. That's what I'm saying. And I'm not saying that but it's easy. W, but, but if it's, WWE, not, if you're going to give us the same show, make it flawless. Yeah, that's that was the comparison I was getting. To. Okay, my comparison is like, yo, y'all not Broadway. Y'all going to different towns, and if y'all hitting different towns, y'all want to do the same thing. Then it has to be different. It has to add layers to it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And programs have to, unfortunately, Thank just, you. they have to, uh, you know, they have to progress. They have to be done with. They have to go, you know? Yeah. like Give me one thing that happened this week, other than The Shield coming back, that progressed anything going forth. And we have two more weeks until, or three more weeks until um, Hall of Cell, two or three weeks. But it's not that many shows, two, two or three shows. Two, it's not, you know? So... I just don't get why they can't spark some things up, you know. Now we got Rhonda and Stephanie and and, and her doing that. It just it was was poor. And we have you know Triple H talking about his match with Taker, which is okay. Um, but yeah, going especially after the SummerSlam, I feel like oh, okay, I'm, I'm excited for Raw because I was actually like the show, and it just let me down until the Shield came out. So yeah, it, it just needs to get better. So let's go into some positives. Go best produced. Best produced. I'll, I'll tell you right now, my best produced. Yeah. My best produced was the shots on, like I, like I said earlier about um, the shots with Ricochet. I mean, Tommaso Ciampa and the shots with War Machine on um, mm-hmm. on NXT. Those shots were really poetic, really dope. The shots with um, you know you got Undisputed Era holding the belts up, and then the out of nowhere you, the camera pans up as War Machine come up behind them and just they just wreck shop, you know. I thought it was a really great way to shoot and introduce a new tag team into into the, the tag team picture, title picture. Um, but besides all that, I have a real good um, best produced segment. I think Samoa Joe and AJ Styles on SmackDown 
was shot very well. I think it was really, really well shot. Um, what I liked about it is that it's not like they they set a precedent with doing promos on the stage. Now they've done it for a couple times, and I peeped when AJ came out that I thought like, all right, Samoa just coming out to to attack him. Like, there's no way that you know he's not going to come out, and he did. But that's me because I can see that happening. I, I can foresee that. But the way they did it, it was Smojo just grabbing his legs, stripping him, and just beating him down. And then uh, <laughs> getting the microphone and uh, saying, Wendy. And then the shot of him just holding AJ and just talking shit. And then he pulling the camera in. Smojo is a fucking G, yo. He pulls the camera in. And he's talking to the camera like talking to Smojo's daughter. I mean, to AJ Styles' daughter through the camera. It was just a really well shot segment. Um, and it was, there were really close, really intimate shots that make you get the pers the, 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 it, it gives you a personal type of feel. Like, you know, it's more, it makes things more personal when you get that close in shot with this guy looking into the camera or him like holding like AJ Styles and he's over there in pain, just talking his shit. So I'm, it makes you a visceral emotion of like. Okay, have a sympathy for Small um, for AJ Styles and and fearful of Small Joe. So I think that we can uh, go forth to Hell in a Cell and make that that match actually impactful because you don't want a Hell in a Cell match without a reason for them to have a Hell in a Cell match. You want to make it personal. You want to make them have a reason to be like, all right, they need a hell, they warrants a Hell in a Cell match. So I think they they shot that really well. Uh, well, I definitely do. Um agree with that because Samoa Joe and AJ has a program that needs the intensity to keep the story mm-hmm. going. Especially when it's presented in a way that is so off kilter to what those guys are. Those two are just professional wrestlers. Those are, you know, great athletes. Those are, you know, um uh worldwide class athletes mm-hmm. just want to be the best in their profession and for Samoa Joe to be like, I'm gonna be your wife's daddy or your daughter's <laughs> daddy, like what? I got to kill you, nigga. <laughs> <Tick>. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, we're running we're run away from last week. We're at seven. We're at uh, six. We're at six. We're at six. six. My we're bad. Six. Yeah, yeah. Six. We're, we're good. We're so, good. Um, yeah, that, um, was, that was my best producer. Do you have a different produced segment that you liked? Um, Honestly, the only thing that was better produced to me... Um, It, it wasn't. It wasn't on any of the shows. It oh. was. Uh, it was the YouTube special that they or the or the uh, desk cam of Morrow. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. I, I, I want to watch it's, it. It's you know like, and I know like it's there to capture it, but like watching Morrow in action just be over the top. top. <laughs> I love Morrow. Yeah, yeah. watching like who, shout like, out to Morrow. Yeah, he's yeah, the best commentator. Yeah, he's, he's my favorite. He, yeah, that was my best produced segment. Um, for oh, 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 I lie. My best produced segment of the week because I watched it is going to lead into my character flashlight. Shout out to my man Wale. He was on commentary for the first segment, first match of Two Hundred Five Live. And that was my best producer right That's there. That's really cool that my they gave him that spot. You know, I need to go back and watch 205. I didn't watch it yet. But uh, that they have the, the the 
the chance to be like, hey, you just go out there and see what you can do. Uh, and they gave him, gave, him the, gave him the mic, a live mic, <laughs> you know. A live mic. They gave Wale, Wale a live mic. That's pretty cool. But, um, yeah, all right, cool. I'm, I'm down with that. What's worst produce? Worst produce, and then we'll go into character flashlight before we get into that. I'm going to say mine. Worst produce. Worst produce. I'm sorry, man. I know. Maybe, maybe. Uh, I just think that when you have, it's not, this is me nitpicking. So, and this has to be Daniel Bryan's match with The Miz. And you have Maurice out there, and she gives him the, the, the brass knuckles and things. That's all cool. That's all well and fine. But then, after all that, the next match, you have Ronda and Alexa. And then you have Brie Bella come out all cheerful. I think that she should have been out there supporting her man, just like Maurice was. And it's going to be nitpicking, but to see that back-to-back was kind of jarring to me. Because you know, it just was jarring to me. Because I'm like, where the fuck were you? When, what was your intent? Yeah, where were you when, a couple minutes ago when uh, your man got knocked the fuck out by brass knuckles? So, yeah, it was it was, uh, it was a little bit, bit jarring for me. It's, and that, like I said, it's nitpicking. But that, to me, my worst was like, there was not anything. There was a couple of things jarring on NXT with the, with the cuts. And there was a couple of uh, um, replays on SummerSlam where they fucked up or on Raw where they picked the wrong clip. That was definitely <laughs> Also, yeah. I'm watching, while we're talking, I'm also watching this clip of something that was also That produced. job kick it was crazy. The job kick was crazy, but it was produced horrible because Harper is just like... And he also, another thing that was produced, and this wrestler's choreographed... Shit, what is the word I'm thinking of? Choreography? Yes. Thank <laughs> you. You bailed me out, friend. <laughs> so Randy's on the table waiting for the spot with Jeff, uh, the Swanton dive. Okay. And Randy, could you be like just a little bit more subtle in your protection of yourself in the spot that's coming? My man, and you guys have to watch it because obviously our podcast is not visual yet. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. Yeah. Um, but Randy reaches from like his head. He's prone. But he's laying down on his back. He he. It's like he's stretch yawning, uh-huh. right? Because he gets you know he gets hit in the head with the camcorder. And he's like, oh, he's selling it with his hands on his head. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, Randy just like moves his hands and his arms in the position to like he's covering up a boner. <laughs> Only it was, to protect himself um, from the swan. Yeah, you know, he, we, but he had to move his arm, and, and just, just he didn't wait, have wait. to. You know, he just he can't lay to. like this and just take why, the, why, like, take, take the ball. Why can't he? he? That's to protect himself from the ball. He's not fucking getting Jeff Hardy's big ass, just a yeah. grown ass man, just lay on. No, I'm gonna protect. I don't give a fuck what you look at, what, what I look like. I'm gonna protect my abs. Listen, <laughs> another bump that we said was crazy. Bailey's bump at Brooklyn. Sasha's bump at Brooklyn. Sometimes you just gotta take one for the team, man. <laughs> Are the women more durable and spotsy than Ra- well? Yeah, obviously it's Randy Orton. <sighs> Randy Orton, he's a he's a diva, you know. I mean, yes, <laughs> he's a he's a diva right at this point. Yeah, but yeah, keep doing your thing, Randy. Uh, no, 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 <laughs> no, don't no. Leave Randy alone, bro. All right? Listen, Randy was one of Randy was my favorite superstar. Until he got the most boringest on earth. He is so non-compelling. Uh, yeah, a lot of people say that he's boring. I mean, that's 
partially his fault, partially... It's, it's not this- partially his fault, because, listen, we also did... You finally came around, Roman did a backstage vignette, he was like, all right, yeah, he's a bad actor. <laughs> like, No, I've been knowing he was a bad actor. Bad- I, just said, I just think that he's also giving bad stuff. But this... That segment with Roman backstage on Raw, talk about uh, worst produced, but it wasn't even like written bad. He he wasn't written bad or produced bad. It was just Roman's performance. Uh, Roman, God, his performance were, was really bad on Raw. Um, the backstage segment talking about you know defending his title and whatnot. It just was was poor. Anyways, let's move on to character flashlight. It's been a long show. Um, yeah, we're hour in. My, you said you said you was Wale, right? Yeah, my character Flash is Wale. Uh, man, just um, for one one time down for the homie. Uh, he's a one of my favorite artists um, to inspire kind of a lot of stuff that I do. Um, actually, the my moniker Mister Perfect is off of uh, a few raps of him being Mr. Intercontinental. He, he calls himself the Intercontinental Champion of Rap. Like, oh, you know oh he calls him that? He created the Asics, uh, the, the Intercontinental um, Asics joints. I got those signed at Wally Mania. Shout out to the homie. Sign the shoes? shoes, yeah. Oh. The, the gold shoes that I got. I need to see them. Yeah. Oh, those are on the Carnival joints? Yeah. Oh, okay. The, the, yeah. the, the drink that Kobe won. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How everything right. ties together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but no, Wale, uh, it's been a long journey back to WWE, actually. Uh, so he, you know, he was, I don't want to say he was blackballed or something, but he was just highly not in favor uh, because he, you know, he's very sporadic. With his emotions and his outbursts and stuff like that, he had an incident at a WWE event, mm. and it went viral. And you know, you're a celebrity of, you're Grammy nominated. Yeah. You know, you you can't have spats in the crowd with the rest. Like, and we know with who the, the with, with the crowd. Yeah, the fans with the fans. Yo, we, but if the fans are talking shit to nah. him and, and picking on him or, or some shit, he needs to stand up for himself too. Listen again. Wale is a Grammy-nominated performer. He's also a man. Okay, but as a man, you got to protect your neck and go. The ticket's probably comped anyway, nigga. <laughs> we're getting close. <laughs> we're getting close. <laughs> Listen, we're going to stay under 10, okay? We're going to end the show before we get All to right. 10. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, no, but yo, what I'm saying is that um, even with that, and I, I, listen, um, w- when you're in a position... And sometimes emotions take over. You accept the consequences. So with that, his consequences was he wasn't with the with the company. He wasn't uh-huh. you know around. Wasn't able to come to a few shows uh, for for a while. And then um, the rap battle was kind of when he was the, yeah, with the Usos and Nudo. Yeah, but that's because of the cachet of the Usos and Nudo. Like those guys were able to vouch for him and be like, "Nah, man, this is gonna be good. It's gonna uh-huh. be a good segment. They got good numbers on YouTube. Uh-huh. They got a good rating for the segment. They got so it was. It, and the reason why it's my character flashlight is because um, persistence. It's a passion for that man. Yeah, you know what I mean. Wrestling is a passion you, you, for the guy. You got to hand it to him because any other artist could be like, "Yo, fuck WWE." You know, I'm done. But he obviously has a passion for the business. He has, obviously came back because he had a feeling for it. You know, he's over there um, investing in MLW and, and be, you know, and their in their project. For pro- sure. You know, so he he wrestling is wrestling is in his DNA just like it is in ours. You know, so I respect that because I can feel because I know that. Wrestling not necessarily the coolest thing that everybody's gonna say like you should just do, but as a rapper to say to put his 
card on that and say like, yeah, I'm part of that community. I think it's so dope. And shout out to all the other, you know, shout out to Westside Gun, shout out to Smoke Dizzle, shout out to Bodega Bam, shout out mm-hmm. to Flatbush Zombies, Action uh, Bronson, Action Bronson, uh, Conway the Machine, like. Uh, Benny the Butcher, like wrestling and rap is kind of really. Uh, shout out to Emilio Sparks and uh, Kaz who did the Wrestle Rap podcast. Uh, that's mm-hmm. um, like you know th- the culture is really, and that's why I'm as my character flashlight because that is culture within. Like we're we're trying to do it right now. Like, yeah, exactly. We're, we're we're black guys trying to break into a predominantly white uh, 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 establishment and just put our little flavor in it, get our voice on it. That's why he's my flashlight because. His voice just is like, yeah, you know I mean, like everybody does guest commentary. Uh-huh. You, you get, you know, uh, Jeremy Pivot, uh-huh. and you get uh, um, Stephen Amell, and and and, and, and uh-huh. all those other white people. Yeah, you know what I mean, like. And, and these people who are, who are not, they don't really know don't anything know. about the fucking product. Well, Summerfest is uh-huh. what the guy said. Yo, you know so it's dumb. Like, and they, yeah. they could at least put up Wally on, back on SmackDown. But at least nah, they gave nah, him that. Nah, nah, nah. You know, shout, you, you know, can start out with two or five. Did you know you could shop around for prescription prices? With GoodRx, you can find free coupons at over 70,000 pharmacies and save up to 80%. It's that easy. But don't just take my word for it. Dr. Adam says, I've been telling all my patients about GoodRx. Jacqueline says, my medication was $65 with insurance, but I paid 25. Aubriana says, you don't have to pay full price to live your best life. Couldn't have said it better myself. GoodRx is 100% free. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance. I mean, he already knocked out the park with the fucking battle rap. So let's give him a little shine on the commentary booth and smack down. But hey, all right, so I'll start live. I'm going to go back and watch that actually just because of him. Uh, to see how he did in the first sec- first match. Um, yeah, so shout out to Wale. Um, shout out to Kat. Um, shout out to Wale, yeah. He's my Nigerian brother because he's Nigerian too, yeah, you yeah. know? Uh, so, uh, I, I think my man Kaz got him in there too now. Uh, real life Kaz. Oh, okay. Uh, who, who worked himself up from the bottom, created content, stuff like that. And I was an editor and producer for writer. For WWE, That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, you know what I mean. So you know, I'm pulling, so glad that our, our guys, our our people, are doing yeah. things in the in the in the industry. We're not the only ones that are like should we see our own representation yo, on TV. It's, it's a big deal. Yo, it's a big deal. Them do it's yo, inspiration. Yeah, yeah. They, those inspiration aspirations to to do those things to pull those things off. Like I mean, I myself, I applied for the job to like mm-hmm. you know I've been a production assistant for MLW. You know I've quote-unquote experience, especially in this particular business, in this field, WWE has a position open down the street from my crib. Like, it's it's there. I would have been scared to take this opportunity mm-hmm. maybe three years ago if I didn't see people trying to break into the business. Hey, I always thought that it was... A different day and age. And, for sure. And, uh, it's a new day. Yes, it's a it new is. day. Yes, it is. Character Spotlight on Character iTunes. Spotlight. Spotlight. Gotta plug it. Check it out. Character Spotlight, new day. It's a great show. It's a great show. Great show. Um, so, yeah, shout out to shout out to Wale, man. You're, you're do, um, and and uh, shout out to the people in the culture that's involved in the wrestling culture. Let's merge the to um, the star cast is going to be way bigger than it is this year because our people are going to be there too. Speaking of hip hop, come on, my character flashlight is Lana. <laughs> I'm just I'm I'm fooling because she danced hip hop. Yeah. I'm just making a really shitty segue. <laughs> but <laughs> Lana, yeah, she um she's getting better in the ring. Uh, her work on SummerSlam, SummerSlam, I watched her match. 
She's emoting differently. She's emoting with Russo. Good God. She's emoting. <laughs> and um, she's bringing, she's bringing her, her character out on, on, in the matches. She had a really good spot. I forgot what it was. Man, sorry. I'm so sorry. But she had a really good spot in one of these matches. And I forgot what it was. She also did a spinner so like that's her cast her kip up. Her kip yeah. up is a spinner rooney. So it's pretty cool. What's the see. like what at the yeah. end? Yeah. <laughs> the whole B boy stands at the end. Yeah, yeah, so you know Shout out to Rusev too, because yeah. he throws on the Lana. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um Lana Lana got Lana, yeah, she's one she, she's she's one of them. Yeah. She's one of them. That's all I'm gonna say. Um now to um, uh, Book and Black. Book and Black. So where does Ricochet go from? We're going with Ricochet this week on Book and Black. Where does Ricochet go now from now with the, with the North American Championship the by NXT? The only thing I want to see in this world is Ricochet and Pete Dunne. If you don't give it to me, NXT, I'm never watching the show again. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> you think I'm joking? <laughs> you, you, listen, the show is not simulcast yet, but you'll see my facials. <laughs> I want you to look through my face through your, <laughs> through through your ears. ears. <laughs> look to my face through your ears. And listen to me. If they do not give me... And I just said they're going to tag together. They're okay. going to tag. Yeah. If this and if this is not an EC3 Velveteen Dream kind mm-hmm. of redundant spinoff of tag team, not mm-hmm. knowing how to tag team with each other, listen, I'm canceling it. I'm canceling <laughs> the cable. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I I I still haven't seen Pete Dunne and Roderick Strong. I, I don't get why we haven't seen that yet. Because he turned on, you know, Roderick Strong turned heel on Pete Dunne in that tag team match at New Orleans. So I still want to see that match for for one. But as in terms of Ricochet holding that strap, hell yeah, I would love to see him and Pete Dunne uh, have a go at it. But I also, and I know you don't like this guy very much, but I would also like to see Lars Sullivan and him go at it because I think that. He can bump a lot for Lars, and if he can come out on top, it shows that he has some, you know, some some fire for even the big men. He can he can take those guys on too. So it, it adds to his, you know, repertoire of like you know wins or his notch on his belt. Him being Lars, so of course I know that him and Pete Dunne will be a way more technical, way better so match. We should just stop it right there. I don't know why but you threw that. I think that right Pete Dunne right now is a face. I'm just saying he's he's portrayed as a face. I they can give us a face versus face angle. Fine with that. I do not want to see Ricochet lose the belt, but down the line, him and Lars can go at it. I'm just saying, it's, it could, it could be a good program. Well, Lars got to do something. I know you don't like Lars, but he has to do something on NXT, and he's not going to go after Tommaso Ciampa. Matter of fact, Alistair who's going to go after Tommaso Ciampa? Black. I have no idea who's going to go after Tommaso Ciampa. Alistair Black, I don't want to see him and Lars again. I really don't. But um, with that said, yeah, Ricochet versus Pete Dunne. Um, and having, I think that he can get called up after WrestleMania this year. He needs to have another WrestleMania, another, another takeover, you know, in New York. He should, he should have that spot in. Is it going to be in Brooklyn or is it going to be in New Jersey? It's going to be in New Jersey. Uh, I think they're going to do Brooklyn because I don't think it's a venue in Jersey. The Nassau Coliseum. That's in that's that's not in Jersey. That's in Long Island. Nah, wait, that's in. No, um, city, city, not city field. MetLife Stadium. Sorry, MetLife Stadium. They can't. They, NXT can't sell out MetLife Stadium. All right, so That's they will be in Brooklyn. Is, they'll probably be in Brooklyn. All right, okay. So then, yeah. So Ricochet will still be there. I'm not sure if he's going to hold the title till then, but I would like to see Ricochet hold the title till then because he he doesn't need the NXT Championship per se. He he can he can get called up after losing that belt. 
Um, but him versus Lars, him versus Pete Dunn, I think him versus Roderick can have a great uh, angle. Who else? You know, there's so many people that uh, I would like to see him go at, go against. Him and EC3. I mean, that's not something I necessarily would like to see. Listen, but you we need to black, book. No, book and black, Pete Dunn, Ricochet, that is our people. And then you give me Ricochet and... Lars Sullivan. No, Matt Riddle. Oh, Matt. Yeah, I forgot about Matt. What? Yeah. Matt Riddle's a face, too. Hmm. So, I mean, that's a good way to that's a good way to get the rub on Matt. That's a good way to send Ricochet ass up because you know you know that 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 guy's going hold up. Matt Riddle and Ricochet until summer, until WrestleMania. You always trying to hold shit off the rest. Yeah, of bro, it's eight months, dude. That's how you got to stress things out. The no, big matches. You can't. You got listen. You got to. You got to have interim matches. I got a little dick. I ain't stressing shit out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, and with that said, let's move on to takes on takes. With that TMI moment. I'm not stressing shit. <laughs> <laughs> Give me what you got for a pork chop. <laughs> oh lord. I can't with you, man. I cannot. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Okay. All right. So, as we do this goddamn podcast every week because we love wrestling and we like talking shit, I also do listen to podcasts that are not mine. In this corner podcast, you have created... You create, So much content. Bro, you created this podcast <laughs> because of how stupid you guys are. Oh. Okay. No, fuck that. Go I off. What I said. Go off. Listen. All right, listen. Brian Campbell. Yeah. Like you, man. Not that much. <laughs> Adam Silverstein. <laughs> I like you too, but not that much. It's like a heel versus heel match, you know? Like Talk you your don't, shit. Talk you your don't shit. really know who you like, but you're just like, okay, both these guys are idiots, but both these guys got a point, you know? So, no, I'm listening to your last uh, I'm listening to the SummerSlam recap. And um, my take on take is that uh, Brian Brian Campbell had a take that you know wrestling is just so awful or WWE main roster is so awful when you have NXT uh, when you have NXT and when you have NJPW on why wrestling just can't be booked like this and 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 you got the car you got the players and you know you know what I'm done with Raw and I'm done with SmackDown and you know what I'm just gonna do it in this corner with NJPW wrestling and talk. NXT. Okay. And I'm like, well, give me that CBS check then, okay. motherfucker. Like, god damn. Okay. Like, my thing is, man. Yeah, we'll see you. Wrestling. He's, a, for, again, I'm a, I'm 28. CT's 30. Brian Campbell is 40. My man is 40 with a couple of kids, a wife. He has other jobs and obligations and stuff. Wrestling at this point in time should be a leisure. Uh-huh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Now, if you are getting a check for this, congratulations. I envy you. That is something I want to do. I want to get a check for watching wrestling. But if you have all these other endeavors of MMA and covering boxing and you got a love for other things and you don't want it, then stop. Because what is ultimately doing is like really deterring either your audience from listening to you or your audience from watching the product. I feel you. You're not and being hear, productive. You know, and I hear you, and I, I feel you on that, but I'm not going to knock the guy for being an investor. Because he's fan. you. 
That's he, why. Hey, 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 he's us, I think, because we're all invested fans. I'm not saying that I'm invested to the point where I'm going to say, oh, man, I'm so mad. I'm going to stop watching Raw. No, that's not what it is. We're all going to watch Raw. We all watch it every single week. I just said a whole rant about Raw, but I still am going to watch it next week. You know, um, I'm not that guy. But here's the problem I do have with him. When you start comparing WWE to NJPW and ROH and NXT, you got to understand branding is just that. WWE is your mainstream Coca-Cola of the industry. That's what it is. Now, there's a lot of people who like Mountain Dew. And there's a lot of people who fuck with Mountain Dew only and they hate Coca-Cola. It doesn't mean that you have to shit on Coca-Cola to make Mountain Dew seem like it's the best thing ever. And that's what happened. Yo, it's always a comparison thing, bro. Like, and... Listen, because I know that NXT is for me. I love NXT. Doesn't mean that I'm going to say NXT is better than Raw. I mean, I have. Don't get me wrong. I've said it. I've said it. But NXT, I think they get right better, and that's just writing wise. But I understand that it's catered to a certain audience. WWE is catered to the mass audience. That means families. That means old people. That means young people. That means Brian Alvarez and everybody else, including you. And mind you, you're a hardcore fan, just like me. I'm a hardcore fan, but one thing I do not do is forget that I'm a hardcore fan and that I'm invested. They got my fucking money already. They don't need to cater towards me. So when I say when I see a show and I see Braun squashing people and I see quick matches and I see the matches are because that's why I don't talk about you don't hear me talk about the times of the matches and minutes because I don't care as long as it's told a great story. I don't care. So when well, you gotta re- realize that you got your money already, Brian Alvarez, and if you say you're not gonna watch, try it. Try it. We, we, you you're not. Because we're already invested. We see it. We hear it in your voice. You are such a mark, just like I am. So you're not going to stop watching, so stop saying it. Uh, yeah, so. You should, you should, you should have played it so for uh, our audience. I don't. Uh, uh, but you know I what? Yeah, 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 it's yeah, not. Whatever. You go back. Go, you know, we're plugging them. <laughs> go, go, go listen to them yourselves. You know, it's just. And it's not just about Brian Alvarez, though. It's, it's, it's about the wrestling um, internet community as a whole, IWC, internet wrestling community as a whole. Like what do you guys expect? You guys, you got to understand that you guys are the hardcore, the hardcore fans. Me, I used to write role plays in, in forums for WWE. I am super hardcore. That I used to make my own imaginary stories up about wrestlers. I need to understand that they're not catering to to me because they got the bag already from me. You know, they're they catering got the bag from everybody. From everybody's, and they're still getting more money. So they're, what they're getting billion dollar contracts. Clearly, they're doing something right. Money from Saudi and Arabia. JPW is not getting money that. from Australia. NXT is not getting that. RH is not getting that. All in is not going to get that. Reason why is because they have a formula that that works. And now I can get pissed off about Raw doing being repetitive every single week because I think they can also cater to us a little bit more. But I also realize that hey, they they're making they're they're, they're not catering towards me. Nope. And I'm not going to imagine myself to like say like okay, me being the critical fan I am, they're going to be like okay, I'm going to change something because CT wants to change. Well, we don't even watch commercials and that's what makes WWE so profitable. If I can find a way to watch Raw SmackDown live without commercials, lord knows I would. But you can't because six figure for 30 seconds don't come very often. Uh-huh. That's what people are paying for advertisement dollars, you know what I mean? Like uh-huh. To get their commercials shown in this prime time slot. Exactly. So, you know, um, uh, BC and, and Adam Silverstein and Nick Costos from In This Corner, uh, my take on your take is cool out, bro. 
Um, I know back in the day, BC used to talk about how you, you know, then he always make sexual references and innuendos like they're busting in their pants and, you know what I mean, milk of Markamesia is just that's spraying just, all over them. That's like, just white men. White men make a lot of jokes like that. Yo, white, yo. White people. Sorry, but yeah, yeah. Uh, we don't. Yeah. That's not how we talk. That's but not hey, how we talk. that's how you guys get down. Our urban speak is a lot more <laughs> urban, my G. <laughs> <laughs> it's our urban speak. Yeah. Throwback. Yo, that motherfucker. What you say? Urban speak. Yeah. Oh, Let's close God. on that, dude, man. Yeah. Right. Yo. So, um, speaking of business and how WWE is doing business. I uh, kind of foreshadow how they are going to be in Australia in uh, October, October 6th. And I kind of really didn't necessarily get why this is going to, because this, again, is going to be another five-hour show. As you can hear it in my uh-huh. voice, I am like, <laughs> I, as it was coming out of my mouth, I was like, God, it's going to be Saudi Arabia again. Yeah, I don't think we're going to get much storytelling, but they said they're going to have the, that number one contenders match, so that is... It means it's, it is a little bit of canon, okay, and we I know- also got a we also got a battle royal too at you know uh-huh. Saudi Arabia a Royal Rumble forty yeah. yeah you know at the end of the day get that money man they're, get that they're, money they're, yo, um, the, the, I do think there's a wrestling um, fan base in Australia that they're yes. catering to well my thing is too they're like they're and who am I to say that someone's ambitious when I want somebody to fucking listen to me talk about wrestling mm-hmm. right like I'm super way ambitious in my goals in life mm-hmm. but guess what I listen to other fucking people talk about wrestling so it's not so far fetched WWE also wanting to put a hundred thousand asses in, the, in Melbourne May seem far fetched, but if boys haven't had wrestling there in a long time, yeah. niggas might travel. It to- might be a water in the desert kind of situation. <laughs> That's it. And we have Ty that La- last week's nigga count. Yep. Yep. Uh, mostly Krista. Oh, man. <laughs> if not all Krista. Yeah, I think all eight times. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, logically, I, I get it. Logically, I, I, I don't, you know, they already travel. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know what the schedule is for them the week of or the week Here's after. The thing. I don't know if they already were going to do a tour in Australia and they just made a show. Because if that's the case, then go get your money and, 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 and try to be ambitious and, t- and push the envelope. Vince McMahon is thinking 10 years down the line. He's not thinking like what today is going to be and what he's thinking about having Raw hosted in WrestleMania or, or, I mean, or WrestleMania hosted in Australia one day or, or in England or maybe take. Um, you know, tours through Saudi Arabia eventually. That's why he's opening markets out out in different places. He's thinking bigger. You know, he wants to take over the whole world. That's Vince right there. He's like fucking pinky in the brain. He's like brain. Brain. You know, so um, I get it, you know, um, business-wise. And, they, and I remember we, I was a really, little bit down on the AAA segment and him and Undertaker because I really don't want to see these two old men do this match again, personally. But they are figures that we know in wrestling. We see them and we know who they are. They're pop culture figures, Triple H, DX, Undertaker, The Dead Man. You know, people are going to know them in Australia. If they don't know anybody else, they'll know John Cena, they'll know Triple H, and they'll know The Undertaker. John Cena on the card? He's in Shanghai, though. John, John is on the card. John is on the card with him and Bobby Lashley. Oh, Against Elias and Kevin Owens. Okay, so they know John Cena, they know Triple H, they know Undertaker. They're gonna buy tickets to go see them because when are they gonna get another chance to go see those guys live? And That's Undertaker's true. last match, Triple H. And if I'm an Australian fan who traveled to the United States to see WrestleMania, and I know that they're coming to my home, to my home country. 
I'm going to want to go see that, and I'm going to go say, oh, my God, they're bringing, it, they're bringing Undertaker's last match to place here? Of all places, I got to be there. So that business-wise, I get why they're doing it, and um, I'd rather, I rather see Randy Orton versus Undertaker personally just to bring it full circle because I'm done with the Triple H Undertaker thing. How you done with something I didn't even start? I'm done with their feud. And I don't want to see those two old men go at it. I want to see Randy Orton and Undertaker go at it. Those two old men go at it. <laughs> I'd rather see that. You know? My um, thing is... Because it's like, to me, that's like a... Um, Triple H and Undertaker is like... It's like, a, oh, look at these two old men. It's so... Uh, it's like a... It's a nostalgia act, you know? And, and Randy Orton and Undertaker will be a nostalgia act too, but... With, Randy, I think it, it would add Randy's a little bit... a tad bit younger than... Yeah, he's a tad bit younger. It would be a little bit more... It would be a little bit more, you know... Entertain to me at least, and they could put little story elements to it with Randy's history with Undertaker. So that's all. All right, so WWE shout out. I'm not going to Australia. I don't even know if I'll watch the show. I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nigga, I'm broke. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, another nigga Yo, show. Well, there it is. <laughs> and with that, we surpass. As you was talking shit, <laughs> one yeah. of those are for you. The uh, over, damn. <laughs> we really bad at this. <laughs> really bad at this. Uh, All right, so uh, we're approaching an hour and a half show, which is not too bad since we had a long weekend of wrestling to cover. Yeah. Um, but we're gonna actually get out of here. Um, it's nine thirty. Um, I got off work and got straight to work, which is this. Um, so <laughs> we're gonna edit this if we. Need to. Uh, if not, this may actually be up for you guys tonight. If not, yeah, it will we'll be see. up for you guys on Thursday. So make sure you check out our character spotlight on New Day once again. That's already up on our iTunes. Yeah, it's on our SoundCloud. It's called It's a New Day. Um, very, uh, very, very original. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bro, when I, I saw that, I was listen, like, <laughs> I, I edited it. I edited this that at work. <laughs> listen, I edited that show. Did a resume and apply for another job while at, <laughs> while at a job. This nigga is a nigga. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. Yo, so follow us again on Twitter, RW Podcast One. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and um, YouTube at Reasonable Wrestling Podcast. And with that same name, you can find us on anywhere you get your podcast at, which is uh, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher. Um, I'm actually, I use a podcast app called Republic, um, uh, Podcast Republic, and our podcast is on that as well. So, okay, what's up, what's um, up? Yo, yo, we we're all over the place, man. We appreciate every listen, and every click, comment. Please. I want to say something real quick before we close. Thank you to the guys who are listening to this right now because you guys are our day oneers and we're gonna remember you guys and you will be the one when we get when we get put on you're gonna be the guys that we be like yo yo you were there since day one day one you day one issues day one issues yo <laughs> you know down since day one shit so th- you guys are are our main audience and we appreciate it because we have so much in store for you guys we have so much planned for you guys I don't want to reveal it. All, but we have we're, so we're much content that we're, we're working on. We're, we're working on, you know. Man. And like, like I say, we're reasonable right here. We're, we're trying to give you the uncut, the unfiltered, the un, un, you know, underground of wrestling podcast game. We we work very hard to give, give you something new in the podcast game, and I think we're doing that. So um, thank you for appreciating us. Yeah, um, and uh, make sure. <laughs>
What? <laughs> it was like when Booker T said, we're coming for you, nigga. I heard you whisper. <laughs> oh, man. And with that. Come on, you. Oh, God. You said, I appreciate it. <laughs> appreciate y'all niggas. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we appreciate y'all, man. Uh, so catch y'all guys next <laughs> week, and we out. Peace. We'll get back to your music shortly, but first, did you know that prescription prices are different at different pharmacies? You could literally drive across the street and get a different price. That's crazy. But with GoodRx, you can instantly compare prices at every pharmacy in your neighborhood and save up to 80%. You're probably thinking there's a catch, right? Nope. It's 100% free and can save you money whether you have insurance or not. In fact, it can often beat your copay. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance.